Despite Indonesia lifting its suspension, I should say, on live cattle exports from two NT cattle stations over concerns about lumpy skin disease, it's now understood that they're not going to accept any livestock if they have skin lesions, marks or other pre-existing scars. Now, joining us on the line to explain this a bit further is the CEO of the NT Cattlemen's Association, Will Evans. Good morning, Will. Good morning, Katie. Thanks for having me on. Well, mate, it feels like we're on a bit of a roller coaster at the moment with this uh, lumpy skin disease, and and what the other countries, are, you know, are happy with and 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 not going to allow. Oh, there's a, there's a lot of confusion in this space, and it's certainly something that's a continuation of a similar similar issue we've been dealing for a fair while. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a complex one that's having causing us some real issues at the moment, but we're, we're optimistic about working through it. So what's the latest in terms of, uh, you know, them basically saying that if there's skin lesions, marks or other pre-existing scars, that they're not going to take NT cattle? So I think first off, Cardi, if you don't mind, I might yeah. just explain. When we talk about skin lesions, um, it, 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 it sounds, I think people might get the wrong impression that these are open wounds or, or these are issues that the cattle have that are quite... Negative, but the reality is what we're talking about is you know when when I go out to the floodplains and I get bitten by a mosquito, I come up with a mark or a red mark on my skin. It's the exact same thing with cattle when they come off the floodplains or come off areas with insects. Basically, they get it like a swelling. So what we're talking about is relatively minor skin imperfections, and and they're the result of being bitten by bugs that we have here in the territory, and it's very common. So the issue that we have at the moment is. How do you know when too many bites or, or, or too big a reaction to an insect or a mosquito bite may cause uh, a, an export issue or you may not be able to export that animal? And, and the subjectivity and how we're measuring these things is really what's causing us the biggest stress at the moment. And like, what point? at what point is it then determined what is too much or, or what's going to be acceptable and what's not? Is it, you know, is it when they arrive over in Indonesia or is it before they leave the export yards here? Well, that's, so the, 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 the final port of call is the Australian government in the Northern Territory. So we have mm. federal government officers who do sign off all export consignments and this is really the choke point for us at the moment. So producers were told about a month ago, a little bit over a month ago, there's going to be an increased focus on these on, on skin marks on cattle. Please don't send anything to an export yard that doesn't fit that criteria. So we've been processing cattle on station really harshly and anything that we, we think, oh, that's got a mark on it, you know, that, that might not make it. We're taking those cattle out and we're putting them back in the paddock and hoping we can send them next year. And we're basically not sending them to the export yard. By that time, an animal gets to an export yard, it has to go export, or it doesn't just have no value, it's actually got a negative value. Yeah. It costs you a lot of money to transport cattle a thousand kilometres from a cattle station to an export yard. We then have two veterinary officers inspect them, we have a government uh, a government official who inspects them, and that's the last port of call. But if those, if those people say, no, this animal can't go, mm. and you've got to pay to take it back to a cattle station, that's a very expensive animal at that point in time. Well, and it sounds like this is this is really quite difficult in the sense that, you know, as you've pointed out right from the get-go this morning, you know, you could be talking about mozzie bites. Well, and that's the issue. Like, and, and, and how many bites uh, are too many bites? Now, we don't export anything that's not healthy. That's, that's a really important message for everybody. Mm. And the reason that we don't is 
there's no money in exporting cattle that aren't healthy. Mm. It, you, we sell top quality cattle to Southeast Asia every year. And the reason that we do that is, be, and the reason they want our cattle is because they are top quality. So we only export animals that are healthy. And so for producers, we've got 30 years of experience in being able to determine this is an animal that's ready for export, this is an animal that's not. So when we send those things to an export yard, we know that they're healthy and they're happy. And when they come back healthy and happy because they've got skin marks on them, it's a pretty big blow to the business. Yeah. So, mate, like, where to from here at this point? And how are our, you know, like, how's the cattle industry feeling? Well, I mean, critical first step is we need certainty. We need really clear this is how we're going to be measuring this because at the moment it's very subjective. It, we, it, it's it's very difficult if you've got three people looking at one animal, looking at lumps on it, and they, one says no and two say yes. You know, that, that's, not, that's not a good day. So what we need is we need absolute certainty. This is how you can tell. This is how you can't. Mm. And then we've got to work through a process of trying to support the Australian government in talking with our Indonesian partners and, and explaining to them, you know, in the territory we produce cattle on floodplains, you know, and the reality is they get bitten by bugs. Yep. So we've just got to work, work through that with them and say, look, guys, these are healthy animals and we're, we're sure of their health status. And, then, and that's just going to take us some time. Well, is it getting quite difficult that the goalposts just keep moving here? Yeah, I mean, that's, that's been... It's difficult to know, and it's difficult to know where they've been moved to. Um, so that's, that's, that's probably the big issue at the moment, is there's a lot of uncertainty. And, and, and we need certainty, especially at this time of year. You know, this is the time of year where we're going to be selling a lot of cattle. Certainty is critical. So where to from here? I mean, what are, what's the Cattlemen's Association doing to sort of try and address this or to, to try and move things forward? Well, we're working really hard with our, with our obviously, our export partners. And we're working really hard with Canberra to try and come up with some guidance and some materials around this is how producers can know what they're meant to be doing. But then we need, the next step is we need to be talking very closely with Indonesia and communicating with them. This is, this is how good our cattle are, even though they've been bitten by bugs. Yeah. They're still really good cattle. Do you know if the Indonesian authorities have any plans to visit the Northern Territory and, and actually see you know, what's happening here in the NT? So one of the commitments that came out of the, the meeting that the Indonesian officials and the Australian government had in Jakarta was to do that. And I think that's a really that's going to be a really critical step. I mean, the reality of producing beef in the territory is pretty astonishing to see. And so we're we're really excited about showcasing that and showcasing how good our cattle are and explaining some of the challenges we have with producing them in the territory, which includes the fact that we've got a lot of bugs in the territory that like biting things. Well, this is the thing, you know, like for, for so many of us, you know, we all have mossy bites on us at different times. It's just the reality of living here in the Territory, isn't it? Oh, it is. And I think especially when you go out to the floodplain this time of year, it's not only hot, but the bugs are starting to come in, in big waves. And I think anyone who's been fishing or is going fishing this weekend is... Yeah, take the red with you. Yeah, that's exactly right. Well, uh, the last time you and I spoke, you know, it was really quite positive. We were feeling as though uh, things were finally moving forward. You know, this seems to have really put a spanner in the works. Um, were there any, like, were there any cattle that was sort of already on their way to Indonesia when this change was announced? Yeah, I think this change came in. The Australian government adopted a precautionary approach right at the beginning of the, the, the suspensions being placed 
been put in place by Indonesia. So we've been doing this for a while. But I think, again, it's just that we're moving into a high-volume period now. Everyone's been sitting and watching and waiting for these suspensions to be lifted. They've been lifted. Everyone's sending cattle. But the understanding around what we're meant to do with the cattle that have lumps on them, are we meant to send them, are we not? That's the thing that's really got us caught up at the mm. moment. So the, the positive is we are still moving boats and we are moving cattle. The negative is the cattle that we're not moving are costing us a lot of money. When do you reckon you're going to have a clearer sort of, um, you know, a clearer outcome here? Or is it is it too hard to tell? Because the reality of it is you are relying on the Indonesian government and also, the, you know, the Australian government working through this. Well, I mean, we, we've got to... It, it's almost a double education, you know, in some ways. Like we've also we've got to explain to the guys in Canberra how we produce cattle in the Territory. You know, it's pretty unique in terms of what we do up here. Um, so we've got to work on work with the Australian government to say, look, this is just the reality of, of what we do. And then we've got to work with them and hopefully the Indonesian government and say, look, we're very confident in how good our cattle are. Come have a look at them any time. Yeah. Well, Will Evans, the CEO of the NT Cattlemen's Association, always good to chat with you, no doubt. We'll talk to you again soon. No worries. Thanks, Katie. Really Thank you. It. Thanks, mate.